everyone, welcome back to the Derek and Eric show. We have the whack man over here, Eric. What do you mean? Wait, 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 whoa. We could say the old man. What? What do you mean the whack man? So he's the whack man? Yeah, you're the whack man, Derek. You're Why, because I'm the oldest one in the group? You gotta throw me under the bus? No, because he... Because you have the CB schedule of an old man and the wow. memory of one Wow. Calling me the whack man. I didn't do nothing to you, Leslie. Calling me the old man? I'm just. Hey, the whack I'm just man trying. Is a good I'm trying thing. to set you us up for success. You are the creator and the legend of the whack. Leslie, Leslie, have you ever heard bad. the old saying that age is just a number? Out of. Out of anyone? Yeah, that. Derek, but you also but fell asleep at 7 o'clock last lot. night. I don't want to hey, hear it. That's confidential. <laughs> 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 Leslie, you of all people should know that age is just a number. You should know that. I know that, but your age, like, literally, it's like pouring out of you, man. Seriously. Ooh, ouch. Ouch. Don't mind me. I'm just going to go <laughs> jump off a balcony for a second. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Choose life, Derek. Choose life. I know. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm over it. What are we going to talk about today, Leslie? Uh, first, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl recap, all the stuff that happened. Oh, and all, all the crazy moments that happened, oh, God. too. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next up, the failure that is the Houston Texans and more news about the NFL. Uh, we're also talking about Bill O'Brien to J.J. Watson. He has, he's asking to be cut, as well as Carson Wentz to be the next quarterback on the move. Yeah. And then we'll head off into Louis Lounge. Let's see if these stories will make him rage or it'll make him weep. Make him rage quit or his if or his if <laughs> or what's here? His infamous saying, "I'm out. I'm out. I'm out." <laughs> I'm, I tell you what, I might be out in our next segment after that, oh. and I'm the one that's gonna be mad about For it. For reals. For reals. <laughs> Let's see if you'll be flipping tables. <laughs> now this desk is pretty much and in next the wall. Up. I can't flip it. Mm. Will you be flipping the chair at least? I can flip the chair. He's. Oh. He's gonna flip something. Oh dear. <laughs> All right. Oh god. Next up, we'll be talking about um, the voters and the writers in sports. Maybe that'll make him yell as well. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, that that's what's gonna make me yell. Lose more of his hair. And lastly, we're going to recap the abs and the, and the nuggets. You, buddy. Well, actually, preview the abs. Recap the nuggets. Because the abs haven't played in, what is it, 20 years? Because they got the Rona. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What? It's, that's what they got. They got the Rona. They got the Miss Rona. There you go. See, you even do it even better. Come on, Eric. You throw it in. Let's see. Let's see you do a little accent. How do you say it? Come on. I say you're whack, Derek. All right. I'm. I'm. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Nailed it. Hence, Nailed it. Hence why he is the whack yeah. man. Yeah. All right. Own him, my dude. Own him. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. So the Patriots. The pa- <laughs> see, I did it again, dude. The stupid Tom Brady and his ugh. the Bucks. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-mm. Won the Super Bowl 31 to 9 over the Kansas City Chiefs. They smacked him around. They did smack him around Liter- just a little literally bit. Literally smacked him around. Literally. That defense was Dominican's- pretty much unstoppable for 
Tampa Bay. Dominic and Sue almost took Mahomes' head off. <laughs> and all and all he did was push him. Absolutely, it, it, dude. That was. They that look was like little beanbags out there. <laughs> they did. Well, Mahomes looked like a little dancing, little running beanbag the whole game. Are you kidding me? Man was running for his life. Yeah, he was. So, Derek. Yes. Tom Brady won Super Bowl MVP. You know how many that was? I was off last week. I thought it was going to be his fourth. No, it was his fifth. It's his fifth. It's his fifth. Five. But. Jesus. Do you think he deserved it? Uh, well, I mean, he did have three touchdown passes. But I don't. he wasn't the main reason they won the game. It was, you know, what's the old saying? Defense wins championships. And that's basically what won him the game was that. Well, I mean. If you went into that game saying that the Chiefs were going to score nine points and they weren't going to score a touchdown, people would be like, yeah, you're crazy. That's not going to happen. But it happened. So, no, credit goes to Shaq Barrett and uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, Winfield, you know, the whole secondary. And uh, who else do they got right there? Levante David and, uh, uh, God, what's the rookie? Rookie linebacker, 45. He's not a, he's not a rookie. Hey, he is. He was a rookie last year. Was he? Oh, Devin, Devin White. White. There it is. Why did my mind just go blank all of a sudden? Yeah, this was his second year. Ugh. Honestly, for me, the MVP is either Shaq Barrett or Devin White. Oh, they wrecked it. Well, Shaq Barrett wrecked it. I mean, he had two. Actually, he had 12 quarterback pressures. 12. 12. Two sacks. And Devin White had the interception and 12 tackles. Honestly, though, the one who I think should be. Like if it was, if you could give the award to somebody else besides a player, like most valuable person, mm-hmm. Todd Bowles. Oh, dude, the defensive coordinator for the Bucks. Oh my God. Yeah, how about Tyree Kill? He had twelve catches for two hundred sixty-nine yards, three touchdowns. You know what he finished with? Three. What was that? Three catches only for like thir- yeah. three catches for thirty-nine yards, no touchdowns in the Super Bowl. The the twelve catches was in their first matchup, right? Yeah, week twelve, yeah. week twelve, and in the Super Bowl, he was just he was a non-factor. Yeah, dude, it, it it was insane how good that Bucks defensive played. They what they basically did was say, "We're not going to let you beat us deep. Mm-hmm. We're going to put everybody we have back, or all of our defensive backs back, and you got to throw underneath and make a play." And then how? And the Chiefs couldn't. No. And then how about uh, Gronkowski rewinding the clock and playing like his old uh, his old self, huh? He does. He, he stepped. He stepped up in the clutch. He does nothing in the regular season, but yet in the biggest game that matters, he just goes. He goes nuts. Oh, dude! It, I I couldn't believe how well he played. Six catches, sixty yards, and two scores. He had. It's it, it, unbelievable. Thank God he scored. That, <laughs> for you, yeah. Scored twice. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> but I. It's just. Boom. I don't know. You could definitely tell though that. Uh, some people are saying, do you think the Chiefs were playing off because everything that happened off the field with uh, Reed's son? Was that a distraction, you think, that played a part in it? I think it could have been, um, especially for Andy Reed, obviously, because it's his son. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would have – because eh, I would assume when you're in the moment, like in the game, yeah. it's, it's still in the back of your mind, but you're not thinking about it the whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't speak for Andy Reed, but – I don't think it was the factor, but it could have been a factor. I it's safe to say a factor for Mahomes was his turf toe. You 
Oh, for sure. I mean, you could tell the way but he was. The dude running. still ran almost 500 yards, just scrambling. Well, because he didn't have a choice. Because if he would have hung back there, yeah. he would have been decapitated. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's running yes. for his life. Well, and I, I, what did I tell you? I told you having those two backup tackles would play a part in the Super Bowl, and they did. Yeah, I, I that, knew that it. was the uh-huh. that was the key. But then also, what did I talk about? The running game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Leonard Fournette. Fournette had 128 yards overall, and the Chiefs, they could have run the ball all game, but they refused to for and some reason. And then when Fournette needed a breather, guess what? They brought in Ronald Jones, and look how good he ran it, too. They had, they yeah. had a good one-two punch. They, they had a great one-two punch. And a little side nugget, how crazy is this? LaShawn McCoy won back-to-back Super Bowls, even though he didn't play one snap for the Chiefs last year or the Bucks this year. Yeah, he won with the Chiefs last year. And then the Bucks this year. That's crazy. And, and of co- Absolutely crazy. And, of course, every player in their contract, they have an incentive bonus. If you win the Super Bowl, you get paid more. So he got paid more without playing a single snap. There you go. <laughs> That's how you live the easy life right there. <laughs> Seriously. Get six figures for winning the Super Bowl, not even playing. I'd be like, heck, yeah, man, sign me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say my hat is off to Patrick Mahomes, though. He played his tail off, dude. Oh, he, well, yeah. he had he. When you're parallel to the ground in, the, in midair, throw the ball 30 yards and it hits your receiver in the face and he doesn't catch it, you're a superstar. He, he had, well, yeah. Did you see some of the, the sideline videos of Mike Evans and Smith and all them? Like, uh, or yeah, Devin, they were like, he's a magician. Devin White and all them looking at him. They're like, man, how does he do yeah. that? They're like, how the heck did he do that? And so he's, you could definitely tell. There's, there's something special with that kid. He's, he's going, yeah. he's going places. <laughs> yeah, I will say this: Mahomes will be back to the Super Bowl. I don't know if he'll, how many he'll win, or like if he'll win again, but he'll be back. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, but I will. There's a fun, there's a fun thing with uh, Russell Wilson and Mahomes comparison. Mm-hmm. The first year of Mahomes and Wilson, they both went to the playoffs and lost. Yep. Second year, they both won the Super Bowl. Third year? Third year, they both lost to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. That, that damn Tommy, man. just likes to just... Russell Wilson hasn't been back, mm-hmm. but Mahomes, I think he will be. Well, he will, as long as they're able to keep some uh, key players still and add more to their, to their core. That's, that's sure. going to be the key if he wants to uh, rework his contract eventually and bring in more talent or he wants to be stingy and keep all his money. But only time will tell. Only time will tell. Yep. Only time will tell. I mean, the Chiefs, they, they still have a good next, you know, what, three or years or so with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey on, under contract. Oh, and yeah, they still have at least a good three-year window, I give them. They have at least a good three-year window, yeah. That defense got exposed, man. Those The corners, like, I went back and watched a couple of the games and some highlights of the Chiefs. It amazes me how often those corners had to hold. And they, they got away with it to their credit. It worked out for How them. they were holding Mike Evans the most. Mike. Yeah, and like that, that the one pass to, uh, was it Gronkowski on Matthews? Yes. Where, yeah. No, it was, it was Evans, Evans. Evans on Matthews yeah. where uh, he basically ran him over. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think – it should have been called. No, do you want? Because it's it's the Super Bowl, and I wish the flags kept their, the flags. The refs kept their flags in the pocket a little more. Mm-hmm. But you have to call those. I know, but a a bad call for me was when both 
players got feet got tangled up and they fell and they called it interference when that shouldn't have See, been. See, I disagree. I think that was a good call. No, because their feet got tangled if you saw it. No, he was diving, trying to stop him, and he pulled him down that way. That Brashawn, one was not the one I was. Upset it was Brashawn Breeland, and that was on Mike Evans. That was the pass that we're talking about. Yeah, I don't know, man, but I thought that was a bad call because both their feet got tangled up. Also, you could tell uh, with Tyron Matthew and that defense, they were they were getting flustered and yelling at each other, and coaches on the sideline, and that's something you need to learn that when. You're losing in sports. You can't be bringing down your teammates like that and blaming them when the no, fault's on you. No. And I think that was the demise of the Chiefs' defense. Also, was them doing that to each other because you can't sure. you can't do that. Because if you do that, no, you, no, that you do that, that just brings the morale down of your whole entire team. If you do that, agreed. And that's why, like every time I kept seeing Matthews just jawing off to people, I'm like, dude, you need to just shut up. You're losing. Go back to the huddle and shut up. <laughs> Yeah, dude. It, I, that was what's driving me nuts. It was just him just running his trap. And I'm like, Matthew, you just got to learn to shut up, dude. Just shut up and go back to the huddle. He, You're losing. He's been in the league for like six years. He should know that by yeah, now. Yeah, he's a veteran. Like, just the guys are saying stuff on purpose. Yeah, like Brady. You see how like, exactly. Brady went up to him. I wonder what I want to know what he said to him. Nobody knows. Nobody will probably ever know. But it'd be interesting to see what Brady went and uh, yelled, yelled to him after they scored that touchdown. Yeah, I don't necessarily need to know, but but it's pretty. I I want to give Tom Brady credit. He won again. Seven. 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 This is never going to happen again. No one is ever going to win seven championships in football. Tom Brady has had two Hall of Fame careers in one career. No, do you know what's amazing? If you look at his numbers from when he was thirty-five until now, it's a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, the numbers and stats he's put up in the Super Bowl wins he's he's put up since then. And if you look, if he had, if he had taken a couple of years off from age twenty seven to thirty four, he'd still be a Hall. Because he's won since he was thirty five. He's won three Super Bowls since then, and his numbers are just through the roof. He's been to no, he's won four, hasn't he? It might. Yeah. Let me stat check that real quick. Let me see. It's three or four. It, it's insane. Yes, Eric, you're right. It is four. Four. And he and he won three from the age of twenty one to twenty seven. Those are two separate Hall of Fame careers. That's I I, I don't get it. And he's coming <laughs> and he's coming back next year. Cause why not? Of course. Why would you not? He won the Super Bowl and he threw forty touchdowns in one season. He basically <laughs> pulled. He basically pulled a Kawhi Leonard. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go to this team and make them really good, and we're gonna win. We're gonna win the championship. Yeah. And he did it. Hey, uh, do you think the, do you think the Bucks are the favorites next year? Why would? Yeah, well, if well, they got a lot of free agents. That's the key is if they can bring some of those guys back. Because yeah, Levante David, uh, Dominic and Sue, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. They have a lot of pending free agents. So, I mean, Antonio Brown. Are they going to bring him back? They probably will. I think they'll bring Brown and Gronk back on like lesser deals because they want to play with Brady. Mm-hmm. The only reason Antonio Brown's back in the league is because Tom Brady vouched for him. Yeah, I know. And so did Russell Wilson. Look and, how that uh, happened. He, and Bruce Arians did coach him in Pittsburgh for a little bit too. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, how could, they, how could you go against them with how they looked? I mean, it changes from year to year, but you're right. It's hard to right now say the Bucks won't be. And back. the most important thing is, is if 
they can re-sign Shaq Barrett, they'll be fine because that secondary they have is a, is young. They have a very young secondary, a lot of young players. If, if they re-sign Shaq Barrett, you can say goodbye to Leonard Fournette. Probably. I don't think Fournette will be back anyway. He wants to get paid. He wants to get a second contract. I don't blame him. I'd, I would use that money, re-sign Barrett, and just draft a running back. Yeah, or keep Ronald Jones and draft somebody late else. Late first round, late second round, draft somebody. Absolutely. That's what I would do, too. And this is this is another tangent here, but the running back position has just changed in general. Oh, yeah. The, 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 you won't see a contract like Todd Gurley's ever again. Zeke Elliott. Even Zeke Elliott. Or Christian yeah. McCaffrey's. Yeah, he got hurt in his first year of the new contract. So the curse, the curse, man. Because <laughs> you you read a report before we started recording that the Falcons don't want Todd Gurley. Yes, because he's he's hurt. He's not healthy. There's a source, yeah, that said uh, they don't want him back. And well, yeah, because his his knee. I just yeah. I think most of the team will be back. I don't know about Dominican Sue unless he takes less money. But Shaq Barrett, they should re-sign him. Don't franchise tag him again. No. You got to pay that man. You have to pay him. Yeah, you have to. Nice, uh, nice for Denver to let him go. Wish we still had him. We could sure, sure, <laughs> could use him. Yeah, that was that was more or less. They just didn't have room for him here. Though. Yeah, but they made a mistake because they picked Shane Ray over Shaq Barrett, and look how that worked out. Mm. And Shane Ray just is signed with the Canadian Football League. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shane Ray's not even in the NFL anymore. So stupid. Drives me nuts. But overall, yeah, I uh, I agree. Tampa Bay's the favorites next year. How could you go against them? It's hard, man. It's hard. Who knows if they're favorites? Maybe I'll place a little wager on them and see what happens. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, why don't you just oh, lose boy, the? Why don't you just again. lose the eight hundred dollars you just won? No, 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 no. Uh uh-uh. uh He's got to stop yeah. doing that seriously. All right. Ah, uh, next up. Hmm. Talk about Carson Wentz. Question marks? I said Carson Wentz. Boy, clean your ewax. Oh God, yeah. Let's let's talk about old uh, Mr. Wentzy. What's going on with the with the Eagles over there, Eric? Huh? Apparently, they're asking too much for him, and they're expecting teams. So you know how last week I said it's going to take two first round picks to get Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. That's what the Eagles want, but that's not what anybody wants to give up for him. Why would you? Well, you'd have to take on that contract, man. Well, not to mention, look at his productivity he had last year. Did you know he had 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, the same as Drew Locke? Yeah, but he had a lot of fumbles, though, didn't he? He did. But look at this. Drew Locke, 55% completion percentage last year. Carson Wentz. 56. One percentage above him. That's, that, Yikes. That's, so he was in the category with Drew Locke last year when it came to passing. So do you want to trade two first-rounders for somebody like that? I think I think the reason you would trade for him is you think you can fix him. He, But he just has not been the same since he tore his ACL, though. Ever since your Rams he, he jacked was, him he up, was consistent. Man. He was consistent last year, though. I mean, you're. It's just this year. This is his first bad year. I mean, you're talking about that year he tore his ACL. You realize he had 33 touchdowns, five interceptions that year before he tore his ACL, and since he was, he was the MVP of the league that year. And then your Rams made him come crashing down to earth. That's right. Don't you forget it. <laughs> yeah, don't you forget. He says. 
But I mean, what I heard is the the Eagles want kind of like a Matthew Stafford deal. That's what they're looking for. But they're not going to get that because someone's going to have to take on that contract. So if you look at it, he basically has two years. Jared Goff had two years, $60 million. Carson Wentz, have you seen what he's owed at least the next two years? No, tell me. 57. Yikes. So two years, 57. He's just $3 million shy. So basically, if you trade for him, you have to at least have him on your roster for two years, and then you can cut bait with him because it won't cost you. Uh, I want to. But are you, here's 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 why I think teams want Carson Wentz and they think they can fix him. Uh-huh. In 2018, after the year after they went to the Super Bowl and won it, with Nick, he only played he only played in Ni- 11 games with Nick Foles. Remind with Nick Foles, yes. he played in 11 games. The, he went five and six as the Eagles starter. Oof. I think the Eagles finished nine and seven that year. Yeah. He went. 21 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. That's not bad. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. 2019, the, he played all 16 games. They went 9-7 and seven again. 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. That's a 3-1 to one touchdown. 3-1. Uh, to 3-1 one. One touchdown interception. That's pretty damn good. Uh, back, That's pretty damn back good. Back-to-back years. That's really good, yeah. He played in 12 games this year, 3-8-1, 16 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. What? I and the Eagles were very injury prone this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at their receiving core. Their receiving he didn't have a number one receiver all season. Zach Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson were out the whole year. Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz was out all Can't. year. He's probably gonna leave too. Mm-hmm. Can't forget him. I think Carson Wentz can go back to the twenty seven and twenty seven and seven. I think that's what teams are trying to look at. Now, if he goes to the Bears, who are like the team that are oh. like right now the most interested, that ain't happening. No. You go from Trubisky to Wentz. <laughs> well, no, it's just that the Bears don't have the roster. No, well, no, because Robinson's on his way out, and he's not staying He's there. a free agent. He doesn't want to no, stay. No, he's already announced it that he, he wants out of there, and he ain't coming back. I think he should go to the Colts. I think Frank. If he goes to the Colts, the Colts will win that division, and they will be in the postseason. Frank Wright, I think, could help uh, turn him around because that was his coach. Well, Frank Reich was the one that coached him his first year, first and second years when they went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I think that's his best spot to succeed is out there. I agree, but but also keep in mind the 49ers are also interested. Yeah, because your boy Jimmy G, they don't want him anymore. No. <laughs> they don't want him anymore. <laughs> he could. Where, where? I wonder where he's gonna land. Jimmy G. Um. Denver. <laughs> the Patriots probably. Oh God! How funny would that be? Huh? Goes back to where it all began. I mean, in the four games that he started for the Patriots, when Tom Brady was dealing with Deflate Gate, he played really well. He went four and zero. He sure did. Or did he go three and one? He had a winning record. I think it was three and one. He had a winning record with him. Yeah. But, ugh, I wouldn't go to New England. Look at oh, I, look at Sta- Stafford didn't want to go to New well, England. Yeah. What the hell makes you think anybody well, else Well, he didn't want to go back to New England because Patricia was there, and he already experienced three years of hell with Patricia, and he didn't want to go back and play <laughs> for him. So you can't really blame him for that. No, not at all. Oh, God. So, the, so we've gotten to Wentz. Wentz, I think he's going to be the first, the, not the first, the next QB to be traded. It sounds like that 
he really like he really wants out. He doesn't enjoy being in Philadelphia anymore. Probably doesn't want to get hit by snowballs by fans. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Can you blame him? No, because they threw snowballs at Santa once upon a time. <laughs> Those crazed <laughs> fans. <laughs> oh boy. And now we got to move on. Yeah, so let's let's talk about the big news. This is the this is the, this is the hot take right now. This is the hot take. <laughs> the Houston Texans oh. have released JJ Watt. Not a, on his request. Not a really a surprise. I saw it coming. It was either going to be released or traded. For sure. I was surprised they cut him though. Yeah, I, I know he asked for his release. I thought they were going to try and trade him. Mhm. I don't blame him. No. Well, the o- the Texans are a broken franchise right now. Their owner is an idiot, and that's why he wanted out. Because if you guys, their owner is an idiot. No, yes, he is. Because of that, do you guys remember that comment he said a while back? No. What did he say? When he basically he basically called the football team. He said, "Yeah, I'm not going to let the inmates run the asylum here." Wow. wow. And ever since he said that comment, J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, it rubbed uh, certain players the wrong way. I'd want out too. And the first domino I think that happened with the Texans is when they traded away DeAndre Hopkins. Because ever since. No, then, no, no, no. Not they. Oh, Bo- Bill O'Brien. And let's see. Bill O'Brien traded Hopkins to Arizona for David Johnson and a second round pick. Terrible. Terrible. David Johnson's another one of those running backs that got a got a huge payday and he's been injured most of his career. Yep. Just the state of Houston. Here, I got I got this little sheet for you. Let me let me go through this. So in the last calendar year, this is what's happened in Houston slash Texas. Dak Prescott broke his ankle. <laughs> James Harden and Russell Westbrook have been traded. DeAndre Hopkins has been traded. Deshaun Watson has requested to be traded. Bill O'Brien was fired. The Texans hired a coach that has never been a coordinator in his entire life, and he's 65 years old. They hi- oh, he's 65 years old? They hired, an o- they hired a general manager from New England, which Bill O'Brien, where did he come from? New England. New England. <laughs> and now J.J. Watt has been released. And, not to mention, their president just resigned. Man, that is a big mess. That is- I used to really like the Houston Texans because of the players. And they were always the plucky underdog, you know? Mm-hmm. Always the plucky underdog. Now they're just screwed, man. But if your team president resigns and doesn't give a reason why he resigns, that's a red flag right there. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that should be. That's a that's, major disaster. That is a red flag right there in itself. Of yeah, this something's going on behind closed doors in that organization. Major disaster is right, Leslie. That that sums it up in a nutshell. The volcano is getting ready to erupt, and as soon as Deshaun Watson is traded, that thing is blowing up and destroying the city. <laughs> how are you, how can you be a Texans fan, man? Yeah, I thought being a Bronco fan was bad. No, just turn your head and look at Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I think this. I think what happened is as soon as the Texans had that twenty-four-three lead over Kansas City in the divisional round last they year, they haven't been the same. They haven't been the same. They took the foot off the pedal, 
And that was the downfall of the Texans. They traded away Hopkins because apparently that's not what Bill O'Brien wanted. And then they, then J.J. Watt and Bill O'Brien are yelling at each other at practice. Well, supposedly, did you hear what the real reason why is he traded Hopkins? You're going to shake your head. You both will shake your head. I'm already shaking my head. So, I'm going to shake it even more. What'd they do? The reason Bill O'Brien said he <laughs> traded Hopkins is because, one, he said he wanted a new contract and wanted more money, even though he was in the top five being – he was in the top five paid wide receivers in the league. And also he said he was tired of Hopkins' baby mama drama. What? Oh, my God. That is some I'm like, and why did you hire that guy as your head coach? If a guy had, I just threw my pen. I just, I don't know. I just. Why did he hire that guy? Honestly, he needs to go freaking uh, go in his couch and go get Well, that's what team. he's doing now. Well, oh, no, he, no. He's, he's, co- he's the offensive coordinator for the Alabama. Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. Yeah, that's where uh, coaches go to redeem themselves, <laughs> and then they get a head coaching job somewhere else. Oh, I guarantee you Bill O'Brien's never coaching in the NFL again. Oh, no, he won't. Never. No, he won't. Never. After his stupid GM moves he made. You traded – he traded a two first-round picks for Larry Tunsil, offensive tackle. Yeah, he's a damn good tackle, though. Yeah, but he's not worth two first-rounders. Oh, God, no. And then you trade David Johnson – or get David Johnson for DeAndre You trade Hunt. for David Johnson, and you don't even get a first-round pick for him. And then you give all that money to Kenny Stills, and you release him, and then you give all that money to <sighs> Randall Cobb. You give an inch, an injury-prone old guy, Randall Cobb, all that money, and you get no production. Yeah, he was, he was on fire this year. No kidding. Well, yeah, they started zero and four, and that's why they fired him. But it's just, I don't know, man. I don't think that's the exact reason why they fired him. They fired him because he's a terrible head coach. He's an idiot. There's really no other way. And he to put ru- it. he almost ruined. He's a mess. The, he didn't almost. He ruined their franchise. Yeah. Ruined it. Do you realize that they do not have a first or a second round draft pick this year or next year? No way. Or wow. or next year. Because Bill O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Texans. The, uh, they, you guys are screwed, man. And if they trade Deshaun Watson away, which probably will happen because he's, he's eventually going to force his hand and he's going to want to get the hell out of there. Can you blame him? No. Because look what's happening around him. But I did see that uh, Deshaun Watson put the Broncos on his short list. Well, yeah, well, yeah, because uh, Kareem Jackson, his old teammate, reached out to him. Yes, sir. And he's like, "Hey, Deshaun, why don't you come over here? We have a good, decent, decent offensive line, and look at our offensive weapons we got for you." I'm telling you, if you're a quarterback needy team like the Broncos. Put put your best offer out there. Why not? George Payton, you call the Houston Texans. You tell them, what do you want? Do you want do you, Hey, I tell you what right now. George Payton, ever listen to the show? George Payton, you offer him first three rounders. I'll, I will personally drive to Houston with those draft sheet papers and hand them to the Texans if you want Deshaun Watson here. <laughs> I am not kidding. I would personally drive him there and be like, here you guys go. <laughs> if that- Man, if George Payton's listening to this show, there's some issues. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, man, if, if if that's how it had to be, I would personally drive down there and be like, you take these papers and these draft sheets, get Deshaun Watson to Denver. 
He doesn't need to don't don't have him land in DIA too. He can land in Centennial, that private airport. <laughs> right by the Broncos facility. Yeah. Exactly. All he has to do is hop in a limo, drive right across the street, he's good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you hop in a limo to drive across the street, I'm out. Yeah. He's going to have this man uh, uh, delivered by express. All right, let's go. Yeah, it's nice to dream. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens, though, in the, the coming weeks with Wentz and Watson and now Russell Wilson. And, man, how about that, huh? Oh, yeah, real quick, let's touch on the Russell Wilson. He goes on Dan Patrick's show, and Russell Wilson's not famous for opening up in interviews, mm-hmm. but he kind of mentioned, he's like, look, we need offensive line help, basically. He's like, I want to be involved in the decision-making. I want to, let's, let's briefly talk about this. We can talk about it next week or at the end of the show. But NFL players are trying to get more power. Leverage. And with their contract situations where they don't get guaranteed uh, money through their contracts, I like what they're doing to try and step up and get, get something. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I don't blame Russell Wilson because in nine years since he's been in the league, a little quick nugget here, he's been the most sacked quarterback in NFL history his first nine years. You know how many times? 384 times. By the time Russell Wilson is finished with his career, he will be the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. And we're talking about David Carr, who played for the Texans, and he was sacked. Look how many times he was sacked. <laughs> I know, dude. It's insane. Ugh. It's just... But, yeah. Looking like a sack of potatoes. Well, no. <laughs> Russell Wilson's getting up there. Hey, do you know what's crazy to think? Is uh, you realize Russell Wilson is in his 20s? No. Russell Wilson's 32. Did you know that? Yeah. I th- He's not a... He's, he's been in the league for a long time. I know. I thought he was still like... Oh, he's like 28, 29. No. He's 32 years old. I'm like, he's a man. He's not a young buck. He's not a young buck. He's a man. He's a man. He, he's a man. He's not... He's not a young buck anymore. He's not a spring chicken anymore. I feel you, Russell. I know what it's like not to be a spring chicken anymore, buddy. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next season's going to be interesting for the Texans, and this offseason's going to be super interesting around the NFL. This will probably be the biggest quarterback turnover we've ever seen this offseason by far. Absolutely. A lot of quarterbacks going to go early in the draft, too. Keep your eye on that. Oh, yes, it will. Keep your eyes peeled. Woo! <laughs> All right, guys, let's head into Louis Lounge. What, what? But first, we're going to hear a word from our sponsors. Welcome back. Now we're going to head into Louis Lounge. First off, for our first ever story, we're going to talk about UNC basketball players. They were sorry for Maskless party that forced the school to postpone their game. Oh, boy. Yeah, they, uh, uh UNC got in some hot water over that. So what ha- So what happened? Let's see here. So the players were, ca- were caught partying with without COVID masks. So a bunch of players celebrate on Sunday night after beating Duke in a 91 to 87 victory. And there's a video of the after party was posted on Snapchat and it was showing at least two star players. Um, they were partying without a mask. <laughs> I mean, it's just so dumb. What? Hey, can I ask you, what is it with what is with everything having to go on social media? Do you have to post everything uh, on social media? It's hey. just how the times are, Derek. Oh, hey, I'm throwing a party. I got to put it on social media. Hey, 
I go to parties all the time. You don't see me blowing up my social media with it. Yeah, guess but what? Derek, that's not our generation. I know, but because if I did, people would look at me like, yeah, I'm out. That kid's whack. Some people in our generation do that, but, you know, it's it's just it's how it is nowadays. But how stupid can you be? We, we talk about it all the time. If you are an athlete in college or professionals, yep. be aware that social media is going to rule over anything, especially if you do something stupid. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> do something stupid. Oh, man. I just... I like, come on. Like, well, what do you expect? The college kids, you really think they're going to follow the rules? You get alcohol involved with girls there and God oh, knows what else. Oh, hell no. I wouldn't. Just being honest here. It's like what happened. It's like, it's like what happened last weekend here in Colorado. The Grizzly Rose is permanently closed now. Oh, my God, dude. That was so dumb. Because they basically did the same thing as the UNC players. They threw a massive party. Nobody followed rules. And now they're closed down until the... The city tells them they can open up. So, and and get and, and get and guess and guess how they found out about that? People posted it on social. Media. That's stupid. They're really stupid. Stupid. It's, it's just how things are. Ugh. It makes me mad. Let's go to the next one. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm over this story. Next up, we have the Ravens. Uh, very own Jimmy Smith. His family got followed and robbed at gunpoint. Wait, whoa, yes, whoa, 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 Jimmy Smith? Uh-huh. The Ravens corner. What's That's the terrifying. What happened? So Jimmy Smith and with his family yeah. were reportedly robbed at a gunpoint after arriving in Los Angeles earlier this week. But thankfully the team says everyone is now safe. Crazy, crazy LA. Yeah, and there there's go. That's more. LA See, once they arrive at the hotel, <laughs> yeah, no the plus is they were robbed at gunpoint, uh -oh. but no one was injured during the accident. Oh my god. Jimmy Smith's a pretty big dude. He's like 6'3. He's a tall corner. That's a you gotta be a pretty uh, ballsy person to be pointing a gun and a guy that, that tall and that, that big. <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, Man. hopefully you'd never point a gun at anybody, uh, Derek. No, I don't. I'd never do that. I'm not that I great. mean, I don't priorities to, here, man. I don't need to be robbing people. I don't need to be robbing people. I'm not about that life. But still. Man, Jimmy Smith and his family probably scared the crap out of his kids and his wife, I'm sure. But, yeah, look, luckily nobody uh, got shot or heard of it because that could have uh, ended really, really bad if that would have happened. Yeah. What the heck? I wonder what he was doing out in LA. Did he say why he was out there? Just vacation? Traveling? I think most players live in like Los Angeles and Florida fun, and stuff. Fun fact Jimmy Smith went to uh, really? Boulder. See you. He was a former buff. Well, there you go. Little fun fact for you. Yeah, he's uh, he actually he uh, he grew up out here. In well, yeah, it says here um, he, he lives in, in California. Fellow, he grew up in he, Southern California, so he was coming back. See, Derek's lying again, saying saying he grew up in Colorado when he grew up in Southern California. Well, no, he went to he went to CU because I remember him playing for CU. He was a damn good corner. That's why he was a first round draft pick because he played for the Buffs. 
I didn't say that. You just said he grew up in Colorado, and you lying. <laughs> this guy's pulling random stuff out of his ass. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently I am. Well, Eric yeah, was right, because a lot of athletes live in Cali. Exactly. Why would you not want to live in Cali? I don't know. Go. I mean, I don't want to live in Cali, but there you go. Go work out with Aaron Donald and get a 12-pack. Oh, no, Aaron Donald lives in Pittsburgh, man. Go get a 12-pack or a 9-pack, whatever the heck that guy has. <laughs> He's just got a fridge. <laughs> yeah, dude's a freaking brick house, but yet look how he's built. He doesn't even look like a defensive lineman. All right, guys, now we're switching gears to oh. our ASPN reporter, Pedro Gomez, um, unexpectedly um, passed away at age 58. Oh. Yeah, man, this is a, this is a crazy story it's, when this came out. We kind of touched on sad, that. man. I remember watching him on ESPN, like watching uh, Sports Center at night, like if, especially if we're on vacation, you know, in the hotel, he'd come on and it, it, it's it, he died of cancer, right? No, no it doesn't. They really, haven't revealed yeah, I don't the cause of really death been yet. Released yeah. yet. Ah, but 58 years old, and it's just crazy that the last time I heard from him was he was given his insight about the Nolan Arenado trade. That was the last. That was the last wow. I heard from him. He was on ESPN giving his insight about the prospects and everything with that. But I mean, yeah, I mean, he would. He had been working around baseball for 35 years, and his son, actually, if you guys didn't know this, his son is in the development league for the Boston wow. Red Sox. I didn't so, know that. So his son, his son is working his way up to possibly playing in the uh, major leagues. But no, it's it's a sad story because I mean Pedro Gomez, he was always professional about it, and I, I mean I'm, I haven't heard any bad comments about him. That he, you know, sometimes you give people interviews, they're always in a rush, like. All right, yeah, hurry up. What kind of questions do you want to ask me, whatnot? But, no, he he was never like that. He always went out of his he way. He loved the game of baseball, and it, it t you could tell in any report he had. He always took his time, and he was very generous with everybody he talked to, and he was always very appreciative for every interview that he ever did. And No, it's, it sucks that he's gone because I'm definitely going to miss his insight because he was, he was a damn good uh, baseball reporter. Yeah, for sure. He was a damn good baseball reporter. He was, he was on top of all the major rumors and – trades and everything that you can think of he, he knew he knew everything that was going on in the league so. yeah man it's uh it's it's it sucks and mm -hmm. i'm gonna miss his insight that's for sure just learning about baseball exactly nothing more yeah i agree with you nothing more needs to be said uh and lastly hmm rafael nadal heckler was ejected from the australian open on thursday <laughs> yeah, do you know what, why, what happened? Why did she get ejected? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> or right, I'm just seeing this. He was booted from the March for says here unsavory language and flipping the bird to Rafael Nadal. Unsavory <laughs> language. Unsavory language, huh? <laughs> oh man. But no, Eric, if you see the video or the picture, the lady is full on her face. She looks mad, and she's just flipping the bird right at him. Why? I don't know. She looks like a crazy yeah, angry she's like, cat. She's baby. like, what, what, one eye closed <laughs> and the other one open, and you're straight up just flipping them off. I think she was uh, drinking a couple a couple cold ones before she went to <laughs> yeah, the uh, tennis match, I think. I would assume so. 
But I mean, do you know how bad you have to be heckling someone to be kicked out of a tennis match? Well, tennis, don't you have to be super quiet yeah. in the stands? You had, yeah. Like, you cannot talk on the like, or you can only clap once the play is done. Yeah, and can you only imagine just what she was yelling and what they, everybody was hearing? Oh, flipping off, unsavory language. That's a that's a great. <laughs> well, it's like, did you hear about the one with LeBron the other night? Oh yeah, that that dude was yelling, and that then his wife stepped in. Yeah, apparently he's like a really big car salesman or whatever, and he was like yelling at LeBron, and LeBron yelled something back, and the woman started yelling at him for yelling <laughs> at her husband. It was. Well, did you see the dude? The dude was like sixty years old, and he looked like he'd been taking steroids his whole oh, life. He's all well, jacked. And also, why are you letting people sit courtside right now? I don't know. I mean, if if I'm. A sports owner, and I'm letting fans, or I can have fans back in the stands right now. I'm putting them up in the nosebleeds. You're not coming anywhere near my players, especially having people heckle like that. But you gotta yeah, think exactly. But did you hear what LeBron said though? He's like, yeah, it's unfortunate it happened. He said, but it is kind of nice to have fans back and to be here and stuff like that again. Sure, because they miss that interaction, you know. Yeah, and like sometimes you can like you hear or you see like a heckler on like TV or whatever, and then the player laughs because it's funny. Some of them are funny. But, like, if you're at a tennis match, you're supposed to shut up. Yeah. So shut up. Unless you're uh, Todd Bertuzzi, you, you let the hecklers bother you, and then you play uh, a crappy hockey game, and your team gets annihilated 7-1. to one. But or if any- Todd Bertuzzi, you should be arrested for assault. Exactly. But if there's anyone that deserves to be heckled, Eric, you can agree. It is that man. Oh, d- trust me. When I'm at a hockey game, I'm yelling. If we can all agree, Todd Bertuzzi needs to be sent to the chair. Yeah, I'll get there with a pig. I don't pig know about that. To, to the chair. <laughs> Man, y'all are dipping into some things I don't want. I don't even want to go down, all right? Oh, yeah, some crazy medieval stuff. <laughs> all right, you crazy hooligans. Crazy medieval sickish. That's it for today for Louis Lounge. Thanks, guys. What? what? Well, none of those stories made you too mad, did they, Eric? No, not at all. But I'm about to get hot. I'm about to get a little upset here, folks. Here we go. Leslie, I'm taking over your job as well. Go ahead. You can rage all you want. Let it out. If, if If there's one thing. Here we go. That I cannot stand about sports. It is self-righteous baseball writers. Stupid. What I'm going to be talking about is specifically how nobody got voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame this year. And there are some pretty damn good names on the list. Like Fred McGriff was on there. Kurt Schilling. Wait, really? No one? Why? What's up? Nope. Nope. This year, nobody got voted into the Hall of Fame. He's getting to that. Just listen. So, Kurt Schilling missed the vote by like four votes or something like that. Four votes, yes. He needed to get 75 and he got 71. Mm -hmm. And the reason Kurt Schilling didn't get his votes is because after his career, he's been very, very politically leaned one way well he and it's not a very clever way it's more of like the crazy side of politics but that shouldn't matter when you vote for the hall of fame no you're putting someone in to celebrate the game of baseball and nobody got voted in this year because reasons 
When I think of the Hall of Fame, <laughs> I think, can you tell the story of the game without this person? Derek. Yes. Can you tell the story and history of baseball without Kurt Schilling? Not really, because he's, he's, made, he's made some history. There's some stories that he's done. Like the bloody sock. The bloody sock. Everybody bloody knows, sock. Everybody the bloody knows the bloody sock. sock. For the Red Sox. Yep. He helped the Red Sox win a championship. Break the curse. He helped them break the curse. A hundred and, what was it? A hundred year curse. Yep, hundred year, year curse. He also had three years of 300 plus strikeouts. Only two other players have done that. Mm-hmm. Randy Johnson. He didn't come in. Because a bunch of people decided, nah, I don't like, I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't want him in my Hall of Fame. I'm going to play a video for everybody about why I despise (laughs) baseball writers. All right, hit us. The weight of history in your hands is heavy even when it is but one sheet of paper. The Baseball Hall of Fame ballot is a triumph of minimalism. One page, no logos, no pictures, received and returned by mail. Cooperstown is both a special place and an ideal. It is the ball player's Valhalla. Its meaning is most apparent on those sunlit Sundays when the chosen few gaze over the green hills and vales of upstate New York and can see every mile of their long road there. Induction into the Hall of Fame moves some of the fiercest competitors to humility, tears, and the eloquence of poets. The last beautiful flower in the perfect bouquet. That is how the late Tom Seaver described the honor It is an honor that lasts beyond the grave. And in those sweet moments, when the one half of the 1% gather as one, seated above all others, that's when you truly understand the weight of what you hold in your hands. All right, so Derek, with that video, Oh, do you God. agree with me that the one half of the one percent? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is that? Is he drunk or something? Where the one half, the one half percent? I, okay, this this is why this drives me nuts. Baseball voters are stupid because they literally don't well, like I, you I, said. Hold on a second. Writers, voters, you are putting somebody's name and bronze bust. Mm-hmm. In a museum. Celebrating the game of baseball. (laughs) Why do you think it is your precious right to say, you know, Derek Jeter has everybody's vote, but I'm not going to. Derek Jeter missed out on 100% of the vote by one vote. One guy. They probably were a Red Sox fan. I don't know. (laughs) Or they had a grudge, or whatever. Mariano Rivera is the only person to get 100%, 100% of the vote. Hank Aaron didn't get 100% of the vote. That's sickening. That's sickening. That is sickening Hank Aaron didn't get it, because he's the home run king, man. 
when Derek Jeter's name comes up, it shouldn't be hard to go, all right, Derek Jeter and everybody in the room, hands up, okay, moving on. Peyton Manning just got voted to the Football Hall of Fame, Pro Football Hall of Fame. Apparently, it took 13 seconds to vote him in. Yeah, Some, the, the guy at the head of the table said, Peyton Manning, and everybody on Zoom raised their hand, and he goes, okay, moving on. How hard is that? It's really not, because their play and what they did for the league speaks for itself. Now, when it comes to someone like Barry Bonds, okay, okay let's okay. have a discussion. Because, to be honest, you can't tell the history of baseball without Barry Bonds, but then you're also putting in someone who cheated. Yep. There's a reason Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to these simple things, Dan Heron was on the list. If you look at the video, you can find that on YouTube. Dan Heron's on that list. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer because he was a good player. Mm-hmm. Good player, nice career, but not a Hall of Fame career. No, not a Hall of Fame career. I agree. Babe Ruth didn't get 100% of the votes. No. Babe Ruth. Stop it. When you think baseball, you think Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Or when you think Babe Ruth, you think baseball. Yeah. I don't get it. Everybody knows who he is. Why do these people find the need to say, you know what? I am holding the most powerful piece of paper in my hands and I get to vote. (laughs) They Stop have, it. They have Stop it. They have sticks up their butts. There's no other way to put it. They think that they are <laughs> the only reason that people get voted into the Hall of Fame. And it shouldn't be that way. I agree. It's just it, it literally is the biggest joke in sports, I think, is being a, a baseball voter cuz you you literally like you said you have the power in your hands to do something. Like you said, that that one moron from Derek Jeter. Oh, Derek Jeter's got ninety nine percent. Well, yeah, you know, screw him. I'm not gonna get hundred percent for that guy, because if he, I don't know, maybe he did something to him personally, attacked. I don't know, but now it is. Me, it's stupid. For me, Hall of Fame is kind of just a a thing. Like mm-hmm. it would be cool to go. It's it's cool to go to the Hall of Fames and like see all the players and stuff oh, yeah. like that and the history of the game. Mm-hmm. But when you when a player is voted into the Hall of Fame. They always go, yeah, it's a big honor. Oh, my, you know, it's, it's great to be recognized like that. But they yep. don't play the game to say, I'm going to be a Hall of Famer. They no. play the game to win. To win. To win, is, to win accolades, to win Do you trophies. think Dan Marino would rather be in the Hall of Fame or have a Super Bowl ring? Oh, man. It, 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 really? That's a pretty easy question. He'd rather have he, a ring in a Super Bowl. There you go. In a heartbeat. So stop holding these stupid Hall of Fames as like, oh, it's the end all be all of every game. <laughs> I try just make you. It makes me so mad. I could tell. And then I want to get this one out of the way. His face is getting red. I won't get this out of the way. It is? Alex Smith. Oh, God. Is the comeback player of the year in the NFL. Yes. So I don't know the exact numbers, but let's, I think it was like around 30 people voted for these, these awards. All but one person Stop. voted for Alex Smith Stop. to be comeback player of the year. No. that's One person. And wow. you want to know who that one person voted for? Who? Ben Roethlisberger. Hey. You, you, 
Exactly. Did Ben Roethlisberger almost die or get his arm amputated? Alex Sm- leg. Alex Smith almost lost a leg. He almost lost his life because of a compound fracture. 14 surgeries. 14 surgeries. He had to have skin taken, skin and muscle taken from his ass <laughs> and put on his leg. Breath? That's what you're telling yes. me. Yes. <laughs> he almost lost his life because he got tackled and had a compound fracture. That's not funny. Just the comment you said, how he got Yes. Yeah, I, I got it. Oh, I, Lord. And, and one guy th- sat there and said, you know what? Alex Smith, when he played the, the Washington football team, was 5-1. and one. But he I made think him Ben a... Roethlisberger's I – th- I love me some Ben Roethlisberger. Who doesn't love Ben? I, mm. I, I want – whoever is the one person that doesn't vote for somebody – they should they should be publicly humiliated. They should be uppercutted into the next level Run like a Mortal chair. Kombat. No, screw I'm the not chair. talking about death. This is the, you, no. they don't deserve to die. No, but no, metal, they don't die in Mortal Kombat when you knock them into the they next level. They should have level. to put out a statement of why. Why they why they didn't vote for Alex Smith. Why they didn't vote for Derek Jeter. Why they didn't vote for Babe Ruth. Cuz they're an ass. You are sell, th- these awards are not for the players, they're for the fans. Hall of Fame is for the fans. I did not know that. That guy voted for Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. Can we find this guy? Can we get this guy on our show? Can we email him and ask him why? Again, you're putting a lot of stock in the show that I don't think is going to ever happen. I know, but But, I would really like like to know that guy's answer why he picked Ben Roethlisberger. Exactly. He should be forced to put it out there of why. Oh, my God. What an idiot. The, the, the NFL Comeback Player of the Year award should be called the Alex Smith Comeback Player of the Year. I mean, let's face it. When Alex Smith made his first career, when he made his start again for Washington, he won the award when he made his, when he made his first start again. Once Aaron Donald jumped on his back like a spider monkey mm-hmm. and his leg didn't snap, he should have gotten it right then and there. But no, when they, when they announced that Alex Smith was starting next week, I said, oh, he's... The, he's a shoe in for the award. He's going to win it. I will admit it was really hard to watch him play football just because anytime he got touched, you're like, not the leg, not the leg. But I mean, but credit if, to where credit's due. Alex Smith played through it. I would have been scared to even step out me? on the field. Snap, snap my leg the way he did and go back out there and play yeah. and not have that mentality in the back of my mind of, oh crap, if a guy hits me low or I get hit or dogpiled, I could break my leg again. No, I mean, hey. He deserves all the props in the world. If you want to talk about somebody who doesn't have quit, it's it's that guy. Determination and quit. That guy had it. Or not had it. He has it. He he's, has it, yes. He's, he's a badass, man. All right. I'm going to lighten the mood here. One Ben Roethlisberger. What an idiot. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to I'm calm down, and I'm going to lighten the mood here. Let's do it. Derek, do you ever heard of the stat in baseball called BOFA? Bofa? Yeah, Bofa. Like a boba? Like a boba drink? No, Bofa. <laughs> no, what's Bofa mean? Bofa these nuts! Yeah! Oh, what the hell? <laughs> oh, Funky Town's gonna be playing in the background right now. Heck yeah, yeah. Oh, got him! Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
All right, we don't have a whole lot of time here left, but uh, Derek, what do you want to talk? What, what do you want to talk? Abs and Nuggets. Well, it's about time that the, the Nuggets are finally starting to play well. Um, they, Kinda. They waxed the Cleveland Cavaliers the other day, and they got a close win last night. Which yeah, but they nice. only waxed the Cavaliers after they lost three in a row, and they lost to the Sacramento Kings again. I know that's true, but they got a. They're gonna have a real test tomorrow against the Lakers. Play so. the Lakers tomorrow. They did beat Oklahoma City, who had been playing pretty well, though. I'll give them that. Yeah, 97-95, they beat the Thunder. Then 113-95 against Cleveland. They Man, they smacked them around. So, But, hey, next two games are going to be tough for them. They host the Lakers, and then they're at Boston. So if you really want to see what this team's made of, look at their next two contests. It's going to be uh, some pretty tough games for them. And then finally, Absolutely. hockey's back tomorrow. Hockey is back. Colorado Avalanche are back on the ice. My God. It's been a long week. It has. Mm -hmm. Although, did you hear the new NHL proposals? Is Basically, they're not going to try and postpone any more games. You're going to basically have to play with a taxi squad, like a backup squad if you have a lot of COVID. Yeah, they're probably going to be like, yeah, you got to be like the Broncos and suffer and have a wide receiver play quarterback for you because we don't really care. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, and the reason they're doing that is because – the uh, playoffs can't run much past the time that they've been slotted for, which is May and June, mm-hmm. because the Olympics are in July. So the game, and NBC is going to hold the Olympics. So they have one game against the Wild, one game against the Blues. And Two then, games against the Blues. Oh, yes, you're right. Two games they against missed, the They missed the last game against the Wild, then they have two against the Blues and two against the Coyotes. Those Yotes. they got to make Yotes. A, they got to make up a game against the Yotes and the Blues and those, those damn Minnesota Wild. Yeah, buddy. So, yeah, like you said, that, uh, they're going to have to make those up somehow. And, man, look at this. they got a four-game stand against the Golden Knights coming up. But on February 20th, it's the game in Tahoe. Well, they'll be displaying their reverse retro jerseys, which look so clean. Oh, that's right. They're going to be playing on Lake Tahoe on the 20th, Saturday at 1 o'clock. Yeah, buddy. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. So what do you think? Prediction tonight. What do you think? Av's going to look good, rusty, not like they skipped a beat. How are they going to look tonight, you think? You mean tomorrow? No, I mean tomorrow. Duh. I think they'll look a little rusty to come out, um, but the Avs are getting McKinnon back, Devon Taves, and Pierre-Edouard Belmar. Thank God. Three people who are injured, so that's good. But, um, but Landis Cog, Jost, and Gerard are on COVID protocol, so they won't be able to play for a little bit. But I think you'll see a little bit of rust, but Vegas doesn't have any of the – not any, but they don't have very many other players left. The Rona. They have the Rona, Leslie. The Rona. Oh, my God. How do you say Stop it? Stop it. Leslie, how do you say it? <laughs> okay. I'm out. I'm out. End the show. End the show. I'm out. I'm out. They have the beast Rona. Yep. Just – yep. Eric's done. Close us out. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us with our whackness. See you guys next time on the Derek and Eric Show. Peace.